bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Come on. Bring them out, bring them out. This is Two Birds, One Clone, where three college friends bullshit about sports. All right, uh, we are back. Week one of the NFL is over. Um, we're going to go over I mean, what just happened the past week with college football and uh, NFL. Um, to start off, we're going to start with a new segment called Who's Hot and Who's Due. Big saying we like to say in our friend group is uh, you're either hot or you're due. So we're going to say what people we think are that. Um for my who's hot, I'm going to pick Lee Corso. He's so far 2-0 and this year with his uh, head picks and um, just came off a huge dub in uh, Iowa State, picking Iowa over them. Then for my who's due, I actually have a, <laughs> I actually have a fellow member of this podcast, Jack Westhoff. Uh, well, he's just been on a real struggle lately. First of all, biggest Kanye fan I know, down to drops and it flops. And then this weekend, ISU loses, the Bears lose, his fantasy team loses, and I don't think he had a parlay all week either. Um, Jack, I love you to death, but you're just on a real struggle bus right now. And <laughs> I mean, you can only go up from here, but if someone's due, it's got to be you. <laughs> Get ready. Um, <laughs> so. Joe, I had literally had Lee Corso. It's fucking hilarious, but good thing I was thinking of another one. Um, I'm going to go with Vlad and the Blue Jays on an absolute tear. Vlad was, like, kind of out of the – he's not going MVP just because of fucking – what's his name? Otani. Shohei. So, but, I mean, he's he's leading an average now. He's I think he's leading home, home runs now or for the Triple Crown, and then he needs, like, five RBIs. And in his last uh, 15 games, he, he's batting 365 with a 790 slugging with nine home runs. Like, he's killing it. He's on a tear. The Blue Jays are on a tear. They score and score and score. And a lot of people are starting to pick them for the World Series because who knows right now? MLB is kind of a toss-up. And, yeah, they're hot at the right time. Um, I really like the Blue Jays, too. Said about – Back to what he said about Otani, um, our two birds, one clone super fans will know that I picked him as MVP and you guys slandered the living fuck out of me. But, uh, yeah, like, look at it now. So, well, here's the deal with Otani. Here's the deal with Otani, though. It's like if he just has a mediocre year every year and he does both, it's like he should win every year. All right. One last thing I want to say about Otani is remember when (laughs) – Remember when Bryce said that if Otani retired today, he would be in the <laughs> Hall of Fame? <laughs> A lot of thinking going on there. Yeah. Um. Then, who's Dill? I'm going to go Urban Meyer. Get out of the NFL. Go back to college. US- USC is right there for you there. If he goes to USC, he will have that team winning that, the Pac-12 and – Competing for a playoff spot within the next like four, three, four years if he goes there right after this year, I just think he he's gonna realize this is not this NFL thing's harder than it looks. You got to rebuild when you can just go to college and just start basically your recruiting class, whatever you want. So yeah, Urban Meyer. I don't know if that really counts as who's due, but I don't know. Yeah, he definitely like, is due. Yeah, to get out of the NFL. All right. Oh, before I say mine, I'll. Um... 
contradict what Joey said <clears throat> to start. First off, Kanye album calls it a flop. <laughs> Dude, it, he flops more than LeBron. Oh, the greatest artist of all time. Yeah, but guess yeah, what? Drake, Drake just charted nine of the, the ten tracks in the Billboard Top Ten right now. Do you know that? And the only well, now I do. In, thanks. The only yeah, person that's yeah. in the middle of that is the Kid Leroy, and he has Kid more Leroy than anybody six. right now. Yeah, Kid Leroy is the white juice world, so. <laughs> well, no, well, first of all, yeah, on that album, it is not a flop. It's literally the number two album in the world right now. After um, Certified Boy Lover. <laughs> Probably one of the most sus albums of all time. Don't get me wrong here, I love Drake, but it is a radio album, you know. Just going off the nine out of the top ten. All right, and then <laughs> Iowa State lost. Yeah, whatever. I give you that. Yeah. Bears lost. They played the fucking Rams, Joy. Yeah, Joy. They played the Rams, and Andy Dalton was the quarterback. They dodged the father, ran the daughter. Honestly, if you wa- I watched that game all the way through, and it didn't like. Well, yeah, like they got. We'll get to that. Hey, we'll get. Yeah, we'll get to right. it. We'll get and to then it. my fans team, my fans team, Joy brings up. I scored 137 points this week, and he calls me due. Hey, hey, with Jack, Joey, big Joey, time we, players playing big time games, Jack. Jack, we have the same record, and I dropped 60, and we're both on one. Joey, so. your team scored. I outscored your team by 35 points. You cannot <laughs> slander my team. Who's one and all? Congrats, congrats. You're not making fucking playoffs. There's a reason. There's a reason my fantasy team is called the mitochondria. Literally after this week, I go to the power rankings in there, and they move me ahead. Even after Schmidt's 157 point performance, which he was, because my team is built for the future. I'm a well-oiled machine. Yeah, Jack went to one. I told you. How? Because I'm fucking a juggernaut. You lost, and, you lost well, to the guy that's in second. Well, yeah, congrats. Corey Davis had like 47 points. No, I'm saying, how do you? How are you one now? Because I'm a juggernaut. <laughs> All right, well, well, I stay at 12, so. Hey, let's number, go my, numbers uh, don't lie, and I'm 1 0. Let's go to my hot and do for the week. Yeah. Um, who's hot? Second year quarterbacks. Undefeated this past week. Um, or, were they? Yeah. yeah. No. So, Herbert. No. Herbert. Burrow. Oh, second year. Yeah, my bad, my bad. Tua. Right. Um, who, was, who am I thinking? Herbert, Burrow, Tua, Jalen Hurts. Yep, I think they all went four zero. I think I don't think I yep, missed any. one. Yep. And then who's due? Rookie quarterbacks. Oh and three <laughs> this week. But I mean, granted, usually rookie quarterbacks have played around ass teams. If Justin Fields would have played, that would have been the first win. Rookie quarterbacks got all mm-hmm. week. I agree. Yeah, you're wearing a fucking hat right now. Right. But I think so. I mean, oh and three. So. Who's hot? Second-year quarterbacks. Who's due? First-year like quarterbacks. It. So, you know, good luck to the Rooks. It's just not the same without Justin Fields in that quarterback class. <laughs> I love All it. right. So, that was who, who's hot and who's due. Um, we'll move into college football. Now, uh, obviously, we'll just get this out of the way for Jack. But um, so, we all travel down to Ames. College game days there. I got to give it to you, Jack. That was an insane um, tailgating environment. I mean, it was pretty much just a Dubuque County party. I've seen, I think, every single person I've ever met in my life was there. Um, Yeah, just absolutely crazy. We go back. 
watch a game at a friend's house. Jack went to the game, saw Jack on TV with the double middle finger. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty much how that went. But yeah, the, the environment inside the house, it had to be louder than Jack Trice because half your fans left after the third quarter. Um, it is unbelievable game. Uh, I'll let, I'll let I'll Luke into the brass tacks of it because we are together. So yeah, we <clears> take it over. Are you ready for this? <laughs> okay, first of all, I'll just talk about the game a little bit. Um, both defenses were great. Iowa needs to figure out something on offense. They ain't going to win. They're not going to go undefeated with that. Not saying they were ever going to go undefeated, but they need to figure that out. But Iowa State's offense was terrible. But so the last two years against you guys, six turnovers. You guys have us beat by 300 yards, but, yeah, you still haven't beat us because of the damn turnovers. And everyone's saying Iowa's defense is so fucking good. They Penix is too dynamic for us. Purdy's too dynamic for us. They both got benched when they play us. Campbell, he gets out coached every single year. You say the same thing about Jim Harbaugh, how he sucks and he can't beat win the big game. I know they're big games against Ohio State, but still they're in a way better conference and they play they're almost just as good as Ohio State and he gets slandered for it. Uh yeah, he's 0-5 against Iowa. Campbell is. If this is your best team ever that you've had and you can't beat us with a in quotate quotes here, no quarterback and no good no offense, I don't know what else you can do. Iowa basically showed they don't care about no rankings or where they are. We just go go play, show up. They were up fucking win. ranked 10th in the country. Yeah, but like I said, we, we can't – I'm not done. They come in. We're like, we don't care. We'll play. We come in, play, win. Iowa State is riding too high on themselves thinking they had the father, son, and the Holy Spirit with Campbell, Brees Hall, and Purdy. <laughs> and then I, I assume they returned 22 starters coming off a New Year's Six Bowl, and they still lose to us. Here's a quote from some one of the players. They played the height. They played jump around in Jack Trice. Apparently, you might have been left by this time, and there was hardly anyone that even did anything because you guys were getting your fucking ass kicked. But watching Purdy get benched was probably the best thing ever, especially because when Jack tells us going into Week One, he went to the U and I game. He goes, "I can watch two Heisman candidates play today." They didn't look like two Heisman candidates against us. That's for sure. Iowa's just a better football team, a better program, obviously, and just way better coached. Campbell should have left when we had the chance. If this was the greatest high side game, side hall game ever, you guys got embarrassed with it. Yeah, that's, that's the thing, too. I mean, we all thought that you guys would either blow open the doors on us or you just – or it would be a close game. But we fucking demolished you. Like, I get it. Like, you see the stat sheet. If you look at the stat sheet don't see a score, you're like, there's no way – Iowa State lost this game, but it's the complete opposite. I mean, there's there like wasn't yeah. one drive where you're just like, oh fuck, like here we go. But I, I don't know. Like I guess Jack, you take it well, over. But thing is, I mean, like you said though, Purdy getting benched is the funniest thing I've ever seen in a Seahawks game ever. <clears throat> like <laughs> literally, your guys is Jesus. Like this is our guy. This is who's gonna bring us to the top. He just fucking, especially in his performance against you and I too, and then coming into fucking Iowa. And well, Cam, or Iowa State did the same thing they do every year. Iowa did the same thing we do every year, like game plan and everything. It's like we kill you guys every fucking year. It's like switch it up. Yeah, figure something else out. The whole like, 
oh, we didn't open up the playbook. Well, you must not have. I think I think they were sa- I think they were saving. They only ran a couple plays against us. They're saving for Oklahoma. I think. Oh yeah, that's. They didn't want to show them anything. Uh, is it my turn? Yep. yep. All right. <clears throat> oh, all right. So here you are talking fucking absolute shit about um, Matt Campbell. And, you know, he hasn't beat Iowa. True, true. Like, he's, what, 0-4, 0-3 against Iowa? Five. What has Kirk Ferentz done in those years that he hasn't beat Iowa? What has he won? Uh, let's see. Let's see. Um, I don't know. Oh, like a 7-5 bowl game? He hasn't done fucking shit, Luke. Luke, he hasn't done absolutely. shit. He fucking kidding me. Joe, you guys are here. Has you he ever won the big time? Division. Has he? Joey, you are in the worst. <laughs> you are in the worst division of a Power Five. Like, not saying the whole Big Ten, but Ooh, that division, that's, the Big Ten West. Yes, oh, I'm talking okay. about the Big Ten West, not say... the Big Ten. I'm not talking about the whole Big Ten, but the Big Ten West. And the thing is, Iowa State plays the entire Big Twelve. Like you guys, if, if you guys, if you guys played the entire Big Ten, you guys would be a three loss. Four yeah, loss because we're better conference. If we played the whole Big Twelve. We'd fucking destroy everyone in that. Just about it'd be. This- yeah, just about. Okay. Let him talk, Luke. All right, just about. Right, keyword, Luke. Let me find. Let me see this fucking. Yeah, let Luke fucking start crunching numbers here and see what he gets. Well, all right. So Kirk Ferentz, you know, yeah, Matt Campbell hasn't beat Kirk Ferentz. But Kirk Ferentz hasn't done fucking shit since. Have they won a Big Ten regular season title? Yes, but about oh, I got seven, eight years ago, Matt Campbell won it last year. And obviously, yeah, I'll give it to Iowa. They played well. But I do think Iowa didn't win this football game. I think Iowa State lost it. Just from four fucking turnovers is unbelievable. You can't – I don't care if you play Iowa Whose fault is that? I said Iowa State lost the game, Luke. Fucking listen to me. So, we did the same thing against Indiana, though. Oh, my God. Right. Well, Indiana's fucking a Mickey Mouse team. Iowa State's better than Indiana. All right. All right. Well, I think, yeah. I mean, obviously, Iowa played good. I'll give them that. But I think Iowa State lost that game. If you turn the ball over four times, even against – if they would turn the ball over four times against you and I, they would have lost. Like, you just can't do that. And that's part of that's most, like, frustrating. Like, on paper, we should have beat you the past two years. And then when it comes down to it, what, Luke? What do you got? I got the stats. Uh, the last five years we played Iowa State – Two and zero this year, six and two last year, ten and three the year before, nine and four the year before, nine and five the year before that. How many Big Ten or titles did you win? That's a pretty good record, I'd say. How many Big Ten titles did you win? None. All right, all right. So Matt Campbell's got one. All right, so back. To my <laughs> how many big? How many Big Ten titles do you have? <laughs> all right, keep going. My bad. Yeah, I'm not even gonna respond. Regular now. season. <laughs> no, but I mean. Obviously, yeah. Campbell's got the thing what? is I'm saying Campbell should go I think program that he has a chance at a national title if if he's that he is a good coach, I'll give him that, but he's gotta go somewhere where he can get the top recruits if he's gonna if he really wants to show what he is how good he is. Well, apparently he's the number one candidate on USC's list because they just let their head coach go either today or yesterday. Yeah, and he should go. But he should take it. Literally every job that comes available, NFL or college, he's in the top five of that list. Yeah, and you should take it. Well, I thought he's not a good coach, though. Right, Luke? You should get out of Iowa State is what I'm saying. If he wants to show anything, if he wants to prove that he can do anything. 
he's proven that he can take a two-win team when he starts and then turn it into a 10-win team with Ed last year. He just can't win the big game? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what a lot of coaches do. If you can't beat the rivals, like, that's, like, a huge thing right there is beating the rivals. That's what Michigan is all about. Well, the thing is, Michigan and Iowa State are two completely different programs. Michigan has a history of winning, like, national championships, Heisman's. You know, they're expected. Like, when he took over Iowa State, they weren't expecting shit. If Iowa State made a bowl game when he started, that was, like, the cream of the fucking crop for Iowa State if we just won six games. So, from where he started to where he's at now is unbelievable. Yeah, I'll give him that. If you told me five years ago that Iowa State's going to be a preseason, like, they're going to win the Big 12. They're going to make the Big 12 championship one year that met in, like, five years. And the next season, they're going to be a preseason ranked number seven with, like, I mean, obviously pretty played like shit. But, like, I think, in my opinion this year, like a top two or three running back in college football, never would have believed in my life. So that's why I think Matt Campbell slander. I'll, give, I'll give you that. But Campbell, if, if he's so good, he should leave then. He's not going to win at Iowa State. Leave, go to USC. Why would he not? He'd get paid way more. He'd win. He'd have way better recruiting. He's way better team. Well, he wouldn't have played Iowa. Well, if it wasn't about all right, Joey. Well, if why it wouldn't you about, do it? <laughs> why wouldn't he? If it was about the money, he would have left because he got offered from the Lions and the Jets this offseason. Yeah. Well, no. So, like, why? Why wouldn't he? If he wants, maybe he wants to stay in college. Go to USC. I don't get why he would go to USC because because you can win. Yeah, but if he a loses, three, but if he doesn't win the Pac-12, like two out of his first three years, he's gonna get fired. I think that's that's just how gutless. USC works. That's gutless if he's scared to go to USC. Well, I don't know if he's scared or not. I I can't fucking text him right now, but. But when you text Bryce Plusler to send me a text, fuck ISU, y'all a bunch of bums. They put the milk in before their cereal. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Well, that's funny because I actually saw a flag this week that said um, "Water." Iowa zero. fans wet the bed. If you did oh. not know, Bryce Plusel oh. pissed his pants Friday night in some dude's bed. <laughs> and he got choked out. Check number one. And then they, there was another flag that said uh, Iowa fans play pay for Tinder Gold. And Bryce Plusel indeed does have Tinder Gold. So <laughs> he's, just, he, he's down 0-2 in the fucking count right now. It doesn't take much to strike that kid out. <laughs> well, he got choked out by ISU fan. You can say that, but hey, but yeah. team beast, team beast. Really got choked out. It was like a the attempt. And then he got a pizza thrown at him, which hit me in the shoulder. Hit you. All right. Well, fuck this game. Let's go. Next game. All right. Next game. Ohio State versus Oregon. Oregon comes into the horseshoe and they beat them. Which puts Iowa rigged number five in the country, um, right on that. We're a fringe bowl team. I mean, uh, playoff team right now. Um, but yeah, I have no idea how Oregon, with um, what Thibodeau out and one other stud out, they just go into Columbus and like beat the brakes out. CJ Stroud had a great fucking game. Don't get me wrong, but I just don't get how Ohio State can blow that game. I know Oregon's coach. I've Planking on his name right now is a great coach. Uh, Oregon is a super underrated team with what they've done lately, but yeah, uh, that's fucking huge that Ohio State loses on the same day that we beat uh, ISU. Uh, first of all, I don't think Iowa is the fifth best team in the country. I just think 
we definitely deserve it because of our resume so far. That's I we're not the fifth best team in the country because I saw who we have to play if we got rid of bowl game right now and it's Clemson and where our offense is not quite to the standard yet of that. But <laughs> our uh, but just like our resume so far, you got to do it just because a lot of teams lost and teams have not looked good ahead of us. Like A and M was there and they were terrible. But yeah, that Ohio State game. Ohio State's defense is so bad. They're terrible. They need to figure something out there if they want to do anything. That, that running back ran all over them. And that's really what Big Ten is, is running the fucking ball down your damn throat and having good defense. So I, they need to figure that out on defense is their biggest concern right now. Yeah, I'm, I glad, I'm glad you guys admitted that you guys aren't the fifth best team in the country. I know they kind of had to put you there because it was a top ten yeah. win. On the road, but every every Iowa fan I talk to is like, "Holy fuck! Like, why are we number five? No, we're not. Like, it just the, the number five next to Iowa at this point of the year is just. Yeah. it's just like to scare. It just scares oh, Iowa fans. I know we our offense is not going to win us games. No, I mean if, if you guys up. if you guys play Clemson right now, you guys want to put up a hundred total yards of offense. Oh, well, man. and how sustainable how sustainable is getting at least three turnovers game. I mean, it's just not so. I understand the yard, the, we're not, the yards aren't, we're not producing many yards because of the field position we've actually are getting, but that's not a really excuse. Cause we, we, we should have put that game away against Iowa state. So many on those two interceptions in the third quarter there. And where we started with the ball on the other side of the 50 and we got two field goals out of it. Score one touchdown out of that. And the game was way out, out of reach after that. No, I think the average kept you in it. Iowa had was about the, about midfield that game. And, no, mm-hmm. the fact that Iowa didn't win by 25. Or it was just smoked, you guys. 20 plus. No, exactly. I mean, you guys start at, like, inside, like, on our half of the field almost every drive after those turnovers. Mm-hmm. But that first, I mean, pick, that first pick was the biggest thing ever, though, because we actually did drive down and score a touchdown. Yeah. Well, then Iowa State scored the next possession. But in the half. Yeah. Yeah, but that was huge. For, no, that was our first touchdown. Yeah, well, I yeah. guess I'll just go to the Ohio State game. Yeah, they need to – their offense looks great. I mean, they put up, what, like 45 against Minnesota or some 40-something and then, like, high 30s against Oregon, who has a solid defense, even though they're missing their, like, top five projected draft picks. But if they don't figure their defense out, it's going to be a long season for them. I think they will. They have enough talent. They have good enough coaching. They'll figure it out. But, like, they got – like, fucking Minnesota put up numbers against them. Their running back ran all over them. And then if you play a better – like, you're going to play better running backs than Minnesota's running back this year. And or- Oregon even put up – like, Oregon put up numbers. That's the only way they beat them was just a shootout. Like, if you want to beat Ohio State this year, you just got to score more than them. That's why – Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why this year – like, if Iowa played – I mean, if Iowa played Ohio State next year – I mean, like, next week. Year, like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I mean, Iowa could probably score, like – I don't know, maybe three three touchdowns on offense because their their offense isn't mm-hmm. good. Ohio State's defense isn't good, but that game, mm-hmm. like, ooh, I don't know. Like, I still think Ohio State's the best team in the Big Ten. Like, if they play uh, Iowa, I think they'd beat them. Well, oh yeah, um, Brandon Walker, the biggest Iowa like hater of all time. He was saying, like, let's just say the Hawkeyes beat Penn State. They beat Wisconsin. They played Ohio State in the Natty. Uh, I mean, not in the Nat, but Big Ten championship. Yeah. They're saying if they still have that same defense and Iowa can hang 21 on them, like, there's an actual, like, huge shot that Iowa can beat Ohio State. I'm not saying they will at all, but I'm just saying, like, with how bad Ohio State's defense is, if the Hawkeyes can somehow get their offense moving, 
and hang three touchdowns on them. Maybe, you know, field goal here, there, whatever. I mean, they have a shot, but like, I mean, like I said, the Hawks would have to be Penn State and Wisconsin first. And I don't know. I just, like, I yeah. think they could be Wisconsin. I don't know about Penn. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll find out, obviously. I, but. The, see, Ohio State, though, they're, I'm looking at the schedule right now. They have two games here that they'll kill. They have Tulsa and Akron right back to back now. But then they go, they got to start figuring out because they got Rutgers, who's a good team this year. Then Maryland's not great. Indiana's like, I don't know. We know what to think about them. Penn State coming up. They have at the end of the year Michigan State, Michigan, back to back. Like they, because they're on the good side, obviously. So they kind of got to figure something out quick. Otherwise, if they lose one more. They're not making the playoffs at all. Well, like Michigan, Michigan <laughs> looks actually like pretty solid this year. Solid. Too. They're running, Michigan they're, State, they're, yeah, they're running. Mich- Michigan's uh-huh. running games really good, and that's what's been killing Ohio State recently. Mm-hmm. But I think when by by the time it gets to the end of the year, though, yeah, they're not they're yeah. they're not going to have the same defense they have right now. Big game's gonna be that Rutgers game in a couple weeks because Rutgers isn't a terrible team right now, but they Ohio State has Tulsa and Akron before that, so they can just figure it out when those two games, those shit teams they play. So it'll be interesting, but if they run the Next table, Oop, it just, if, they, if they run the table in the Big Ten and win it, they're in the playoffs for sure, though. One loss. Next game Ohio we State. have uh, Texas versus Arkansas. Um, I think nothing explains Texas more. Then overperforming one game, and then like the very next week, absolutely shitting the bed and embarrassing themselves. Uh, I fucking looked at this game this week. I liked Ar- Arkansas last week because I love their defense, and but then Texas they ended up playing very good against Louisiana uh, Lafayette, is it whatever? Um, well, anyway, like I just saw this game. I'm like, I just don't want to bet on it because I know how Texas is. I just kind of fit. They walk into the SEC where they're going and they get beat by a bottom team in the SEC. And it's not even that they got beat. They got shut out in the fucking first half and they just got just shit. They got shit on by Arkansas. I mean, I know it was a way game and everything, but who gives a, I mean, you're Texas. This is supposed to be like your rebuilding year. You have a new, like really good coach. Like that. This is like a game you have to win. And they're just terrible. I, Horns down, Jack fucking loves hating on Texas. I think, I think the horns down thing. I just do it because it's fun to do. But I mean, it's just such a Texas game. Uh, I mean, it just happens year in year out. Yeah, people think Texas is back, and then they do this shit. Ar- this was literally their chance to prove why they belong in the SEC, and they lose to Arkansas. Not saying Arkansas is a bad team, but like they're pretty solid. But they're not one of the top teams in the SEC by any means. Yeah, they're it's like, a bottom team. That's the thing. Uh, like, they're they're not bottom. Well, they usually are. Yeah. They're like middle to top now. They're actually a good team this year. But, but like yeah. if Texas was in the SEC right mm-hmm. now and yeah. they lose to Arkansas, by, like that's by embarrassing. this much? Yeah, they this was their chance to prove why they should be now everyone's just gonna be like, I don't know, should they even join this damn conference? Yeah, I agree. Well, I, I think even if they win this game, they still don't even prove that they belong. Like, if they beat Arkansas, they're like, all right, you're better than, like, a mid-team. Yeah. Like, maybe you're just, a top. Like, even if they win this game, mm-hmm. they don't even prove that they're, like, a top-five team in SEC. They no, no, not like at a, all. It's, like, six, seven team. Yeah. But I think it is going to be – I mean, obviously, it's five years in advance, but it's going to be a huge wake-up call when they get to the SEC because the SEC is some grown-ass fucking men. Like, even – you can – like you can tell, like Arkansas is a mid team, but they just killed them. Like they're so much bigger, so much stronger. Like doesn't matter who. Um, 
is coaching Texas, like, how many five stars they got on their roster. Like, if they don't fucking change something quick with their whole, like, their whole program, they're going to get crushed. I think Oklahoma will be all right. I don't think they'll ever have a chance, at least for, like, the first five, ten years. And I see of, like, winning the SEC, like, they'll probably be, like, maybe a four. Like, maybe, like, four, like, fourth best in the SEC or third. But I don't think either of those teams will have a chance in the SEC, at least their first five years. I think, like, right now, Oklahoma's definitely probably the third best team behind Alabama and Georgia. I think Texas A&M's better than them. Uh, A&M's bad this year. I like A&M this year. They they almost lost the last game. They can't – their offense is terrible. Their defense is really good. They, uh, I heard someone they said Iowa, uh, they're like their offense might be worse than Iowa's this year. It's horrible, but like right, like Florida too in there. I guess those three I think would kind of mix around every year, and then Alabama, Georgia, obviously at the top every single year. Well, speaking of teams that like you kind of thought after week one would be on the turnaround, uh, I mean Florida State almost beating Notre Dame, but then they have Jackson State and. Hey, fuck! I know they lost on a hail mary, but still, I the just how they were let them that close into the game, and then they like they lose. I guess I think that's just fucking ridiculous too. I mean, they hung zero on them in the fourth and only three in the third quarter. Like, I don't know. I I mean, you think after beating a really good Notre Dame team? Well, actually, I guess almost. they almost fucking lost too. I guess Toledo, but still, I mean, losing to Jackson State like a. Is it or no? Florida State's in Tallahassee, but still, I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a small ass Florida school, you're just losing on a hail mary. I just think that's embarrassing too. But that's all I have for college football. Yeah, how they lost, the, how that hail mary happened is dumb. It wasn't even hail mary; it was just a long pass. Well, just the fact that Jacksonville State was in that game in the first place was embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I honestly thought this was kind of the year that Florida State. Was, a lot of people did that. This is their. Not going to be good, obviously. They're starting to get back into it, but doesn't look that way right now. All right, and then our last thing we're going to do for Wednesday's episode, we're going to go over the last week in NFL football. Uh, first game we'll go over is a game on Monday, uh, Raiders-Ravens. Uh, Mattress Mac threw down, I think it was like a hundred grand on the Raiders to cover this game, and they did. They ended up winning out, uh, winning outright. Uh, beating the Ratbirds. Um, I think all of us had the Ravens winning this game. Granted, um, they we didn't know about the Gus Edwards injury and then the Marcus Peters. But still, I think that game was for the Ravens to take, and they just couldn't do it. Um, I mean, the Raiders played a hell of a game. It's the first game they had with fans at their new stadium. Um, they looked really good, too, though. I don't know if you guys noticed this. I don't know how much of the game you watched, but they targeted Darren Waller at least a million and four times. Uh, I mean, Darren Waller still had a great game, but like it, they were like forcing the ball to him, and they still – I mean, I think Derek Hart missed him like 34 times, but still uh, wild overtime too. Um, thought that the game was over. They all meet at the field, like, you know, dab each other up. Then – Fucking Derek Carr throws a pick in the end zone. Lamar Jackson fumbles, and then the Raiders end up scoring on a ballsy play call, too. They're going to kick the field goal. Then they pull the kicker out, and then they run a play, score a touchdown because the Ravens were blissing literally 11 people every single play, and they just threw it over top, won the game. But, uh, yeah, it's great to see the Ravens losing, especially against the Raiders. Yeah, I thought 
His game was crazy, as you said. He kind of hit on all that. But Lamar played good. But if you want to be that top quarterback that you're like, have the capability of being, you can't make those dumb fumbles at the end of the game. You got to take care of the ball. But he played really well, I thought, the whole game. And yeah, yeah Wall- what was that? My, my bad. Um, well, Waller had 19 targets. Like, what the? F- That's ridiculous for yeah. a game tight end, too. Yeah, but I thought Derek Carr played well. He. I don't like watching Derek Carr play because he always plays with so much confidence and like, like he is the guy. And I, I don't know. I just like how he plays and he always, he's yeah, he's always confident. He always knows he can do something to bring his team back. Yeah, they they played well though. Ravens. I, I, I like Derek game. Carr too, but uh, back to that Lamar Jackson thing. Um, like I don't count Coward said this, but literally everybody else says this. Lamar Jackson is like still taking hits. Like, I mean, you watch any other quarterback in the league, like, they're taking slides and shit. But, I mean, it's just a matter of time. Like, I swear to God, I would not cheer for injuries. Like, seeing the Ravens go down, like, all the players they already have, I mean, it's literally – that's terrible. Like, if the Steelers won against the Ravens, like, well, I mean, what what is that even saying, you know, if they're all injured? So, mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to cheer for injuries. But, like, I mean, it just seems like a matter of time. And, two, um, they're saying how, like, when, when you – put Lamar Jackson in a situation where the scores against him and shit, it just somehow every time just breaks down. I know he, them games are usually against like top tier opponents, but still, I mean, I don't know. I obviously don't like Lamar Jackson, so I am kind of biased, but uh, I don't know. I know it's week one, but his Raiders. Yeah. Well, the Raiders are the team watch. Well, they're going to watch. So they beat the Ravens here in overtime. If they would happen to play the Jets next week, they'd end up losing by 17. That's just how the Raiders are. They're I compare them to like the Minnesota Vikings. You know, they'll just like pull games out of their asses and then just play like a Division three football team the next game. But yeah, I know you're making that Jaron Waller take before. Like, might might be a hot take, maybe not. But I think Darren Waller is the biggest mismatch in uh, professional football right now. Yeah, he's literally six six two six six two fifty, and he runs like a slot wide receiver. Like, there's Literally no one you can put on him. Like, I mean, they tried to put Marlon Humphrey on him, which is honestly probably one of the best matches you can put on someone, like, in the NFL. Because he's, like, as big as a linebacker and he's a cornerback. But, and he just still, like, his route running at 6'6", 250 is unbelievable. And, like, that last touchdown he had, he caught it, did a quick spin back, and then dove for the end zone. Like, you can't guard that. He is unbelievable. Yeah. um, Fuck, was he going to say? I don't know, whatever. We've been on this game for too long. Uh, we'll go to the next game, Cardinals versus Titans. Uh, I think we are all just shocked by this game. Uh, we'll just start off with well, Chandler Jones having, what was it, five four, yeah, five sacks, then two forced fumbles. Unbelievably, unbelievable performance. Um, like, what, what I was going to ask about this is, like, did we find out more about, like, the Cardinals' defense or the Cardinals' offense? Because the Cardinals' offense was still rolling, but, like, the Cardinals' defense just totally shut down the Titans. The Titans, on paper, have the best offense in the league. But, I mean, even with the Titans getting Taylor Lewan back, he was the one on Chandler Jones. And he tweeted out, like, I just got manhandled today. And they even put in a backup for him, and he got manhandled too. Like, I, yeah, I mean, the fucking Rodgers guy on the Titans was a was the number one receiver on their team. Like, I don't know, but yeah, like what well, I just want would want to know your take. Like, 
what side of the ball for the Cardinals we find out most about? Uh, I think definitely the um, defense. I thought their offense was pretty – I thought their offense was really good last year still because you still had Kyler Murray, you still had Hopkins. And um, – but Titans, I, I think I had Cardinals, I think, winning this. I think that was my pick. But – and, like, Derrick Henry had four um, yards at halftime, I think. They just couldn't get anything going on offense at all. Their defense we already know is terrible. But, yeah, the Cardinals are unbelievable. And Kingsbury's always been a guy that can score a lot of points. But, yeah, the, I definitely think it was our defense that uh, I was more surprised that they came out that hot against this good of a Titans offense. Yeah, I mean, you got to give credit to the Titans – or, I mean, to the Cardinals, like, defense. They played really well. But I think it was just where they caught at least the Titans offense, like, on their heels. They're like, what the hell is, like, is going on right now? Because, like, they – Titans offense couldn't even be stopped last year, too. And then they get stopped against, like, you know, I mean, like a mid-tier defense like the Cardinals. But the Cardinals offense is unreal. Like, Kyler is proving why he's a legit quarterback in this league. Like, they have – they're just such a dynamic offense. They can – like, D-Hop's – D-Hop's going to be D-Hop. Christian Kirk had a huge game. Um, Like, Rondell Moore, the rookie's a stud. Like, they just have – so many like Kyler Murray has so many people he can spread out the ball to, and with Edmonds and Connor, I actually like that um duo because you know Edmonds is kind of the shiftier receiving and you can run the ball, but like once they get inside the twenty, like they were hammering it with Connor, and even though Connor didn't have a great stat line, he still looked really good. So that'll be a fun division. The NFC West will be an interesting division to watch this year. I think it'll be the first division to ever all make the playoffs. I mean, they easily could. All all four teams look great. And I mean, I think the only way that somebody would fall off, I mean, because we all know the Seahawks aren't really a second half of season team, but uh, yeah, I mean, it'll be great to see. Next game, uh, Jaguars, Texans, Trevor Lawrence's first game, Urban Meyer's first game. I mean, back to what Luke said if you're going to go against the Texans with everything they had going on in the offseason, and they just hang one up on you, th- winning 37 to 21, unbelievable like, performance by the Texans. Um, I mean, Lawrence didn't look that bad, but he also threw three picks. Like, I I mean, James Washington didn't do literally fucking anything. I don't know. I I, I, I was impressed by the Texans because I think I even put the under on this, and that got fucking washed away by the first half. So, um, yeah, I'll let you guys take this. Yeah, I um I actually did bet on this one. I put I took the over and Houston to cover because like I said, I said this in the last podcast, this is the team I had winning. I really should have, looking back, I was that confident that I could have made this my farm game. I don't know why I didn't. Because I just said the experience with Houston going into week one compared to Jacksonville's uh new coach, new quarterback, just lost ETN, like I, I already said all this last podcast. But I I could not see Houston not winning this game just because of the experience they bring back compared to Jacksonville. And Houston's going to be like that all year. They're going to be a team that hangs around and can put up points just because that's they, – they know how to play. They, they've been there before. That, they're not talented, but they've been there before. Jacksonville hasn't, and that's the only reason I like Houston. Yeah, I agree with that veteran take. I mean, you look at the Texans, like, you know, they may, may not be great players, but they're, you know, like solid veterans. Like Tyrod Taylor, he's like an all right. He's, he's a good backup, but he's a good veteran. Like Mark Ingram, Brandon Cooks, Philip Lindsay, like all these guys, they've played in week one games. Like they know 
they know what to expect. And then when you come in with like a whole new revamped Jags team, coaching staff, everything, um, even in the Jaguar or even in the preseason, I hated the Jaguars. Um, they just didn't look good at all. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence had three touchdowns, but those came what second, third, and fourth quarter. Um, and at halftime it was twenty seven to seven. So like obviously the Texans took a little like they took they took their foot off the gas just a little bit, played a little more prevent defense. But yeah, I mean, it could be a long season for the Jags. I think it'll be a long season for the Texans too, but they're not I think they're definitely a better team at the end of the year. They'll be a better team than the Jaguars. I agree. Next game, we have a uh, Chargers first football team. A really good game. Um, I think the biggest thing to take from this, though, was the Chargers last year. The whole slander against, I guess, Herbert and the Chargers in general was that they couldn't win late in games. They had had so many situations. I think going against a football team with that good of a defense and coming back in the fourth and winning it, um, I think that looks great for Herbert. Herbert balled out. Um, yeah, and then the, just the other thing, Ryan Fitzpatrick, he's going to be – out for the season, right? I mean, he had a – I just saw he had a serious hip injury. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's all I have from this game. Yeah, I, I really like Chargers. And, like, you know, so I really like Herbert. I just like that team. I, they got a new offensive line, a lot better, new coach. So, it's good to see them actually finish out a game. But they should have beat these guys by more. They had so many chances to score, and they couldn't. And they ended with field goals. And Herbert, I don't – he didn't even play that good. If you watch the game, he was iffy, but he came up big at the end. And the Fitzpatrick thing, that's tough. But and you get Heineke. I know a big. Th- I know you guys would not agree with this, but I've seen like things like, do if you are Washington, do you call Cam because he's in football shape. He knows Rivera. He's been in that system. And he- I do like Heineke though because of the spark he brings. But I mean, it's a it can be an option for Cam to come there, but. I- doubt he ever will because they didn't make the call now they never will yeah I don't I think they'll stick it out with Heineke like even that game against the Bucks last year when Heineke was quarterback all those um Washington football team all their players they were saying like how they wanted him to be like they would love for him to be quarterback next year just because like how he fired up the whole team but like onto this game yeah I think the biggest um uh take from this would be the Chargers O-line. They're going against the best defensive line in football and they held their own. Like, I mean, obviously, the football team is going to get their... It's going to get pressure because they have studs on the D-line, but that new O-line is crazy for the Chargers and especially going against, like, other teams that don't have as good as a defense as football team, they could definitely um, light them up because they... Herbert looked really good. And, I mean, he was barely – like, last year he was running for his life half the plays. Mm-hmm. And if you give him time to sit back in the pocket, he'll carve you up. Slater was the guy – Slater. He was on – He was on – He was on Chase Young. Killed him. <laughs> Timmy did in college too. Yeah, Timmy so cool, you know what I mean? So, uh, <laughs> next game, old fucking Vino and Beast – the Vikings lose to the Bungles in OT. Unbelievable game. Can't really okay, – well, I, I guess we all know the fucking gist of the game because the Vikings fans, that's all I can talk about. Uh, the Vikings, the only reason why they lost this game is because they – I guess they did know the rules of NFL football. 
and they offered up like over 100 yards and just penalty yards. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think both teams like played pretty good. It was just fucking penalties and shit. And yeah, I mean, the Bengals, they won the game, even though like these two teams, like they love the tie and shit, well, especially the Bengals. Yeah, I'm happy they poked one through the uprights and won it. Yeah, I, I mean, it's always good to see the Vikings lose as a Bears fan over here. But, yeah, Bengals, Bengals played better. They should have won this game in regulation. They really gave it back to the Vikings. They were up by, what was it, 17 or something? I can't remember. But they should have they should have beat them before this even got to um, the end. But Joe Mixon, I think, really carried the Bengals. I mean, uh, Burrow made some big throws to Chase and – Higgins there. I know they had two touchdowns, but Mixon was unbelievable. I thought he played so well. And that O-line actually looked good. I don't know if his Vikings D-line wasn't very good, but the O-line looked a lot better, just like the Chargers. Yeah, I think the whole Bengals offense looked great. Um, Burrow looked good. I mean, obviously, first game coming off that blown ACL, so you knew he was going to be a little, like, a little scared. But... um. Mixon looked good. I mean, 29 carries, 127 yards. Like, he was – he's proved that he's a workhorse starting back. And all that speculation about Chase being, like, a bum and stuff, not catching, he kind of proved him all wrong. I mean, it's a – I mean, he's no doubt the top receiver in that rookie class. I knew, like, he was going to figure it out. But that whole offense looked good for the Bengals. I don't think they're going to do anything this year, but they definitely have a good core to build around. Yeah, Definitely. Seeing uh, Chase do the gritty, I know they're all like LSU guys, but seeing Chase do the gritty after his touchdowns too, I'd love to see that. Um, that was him, like him and Jetta made that together. Or no, they didn't yeah, make it. Some guy at LSU. That's why B, when he did it, he's like, don't do the gritty, don't do the gritty. He's like, dude, he really made it with – like he was part of that. Yeah, I'm that's like, what I said. Yeah, I mean, and, and him and Jetta were the guys that took off. No, it was yeah, – yeah, was. I felt like I had Instagram. His name is, like, something gritty. He came up with the dance, and those guys brought it to football. It's like their friend or something. It's kind of funny. It's kind of a funny story of how, like, they got the gritty with some guy that they went to school with in college. Suck that tiger, you know what? Um, <laughs> Jets, Panthers, uh, some spread. Uh, it was five and a half, wasn't it, when we bet on it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the chest keeper than five. Uh, I – I – like, just watching, I think Sam Darnold, like, didn't play that good at all. But Christian McCaffrey was, like, the story of this game. Um, he's absolutely – like, they did everything through him, played great. Um, I don't know, like, how I feel about Zach Wilson, but, like, that Zach Wilson-Corey Davis connection, like, I going into – like, uh, going into the season, I thought that would be a great, like, duo to have. And that they played pretty good, I mean, between just them two. But – uh yeah, I mean, losing Mekhi Beckett's terrible for them. But, uh, yeah, Panthers did what they had to do, and they won the game. Yeah, I, I agree. Darren Dunn didn't play that great. He didn't, he didn't look very good. Uh, I didn't think Panthers looked good, really. But Zach Wilson, he played like a rookie. He made a lot of good plays. He made a lot of questionable. Obviously, I mean, obviously, he's not going to go out there and throw for 400 yards, and three or four touchdowns. He played solid, I thought. He was pressured a lot. He scrambled a lot. I just no, yeah, yeah. I remember that. He's like it. They looked like he was running around a lot. Yeah, but I thought he played solid. I mean, he's a rookie. It was his first year, first game ever. So, I mean, he th- I thought he played pretty solid. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, and probably half of Wilson's dropbacks, he was just scrambling for his life, running. Yeah, 
that Jets line's terrible, and they lose their best, probably offensive player too, in Mackay Becton, who's one of the best tackles in the league. And yeah, he's gonna. It's gonna be a long season for the Jets and Zach Wilson. You better, you know, I don't know. If I was him, I'd probably wear like six layers of bubble wrap because get ready, because you're about to get fucking rocked. He makes some throw. He has a good arm though. He made some crazy throws in that game. That's the thing about him, though. I feel like even if he is pressured, he's like a type of quarterback that can improvise and make shit happen. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's still going to be really tough. Uh, next game, fly, Eagles, fly. They win big 32-6 to against the Falcons. I thought the Falcons would have a shot here just because they have, like, more leadership, older players. But, I mean, that couldn't be more far from the truth. That Jalen Hurts played great. Um and the Falcons just played fucking terrible. I mean, they had that, like, first drive where they had Ridley clicking, like, that whole entire drive, and then you didn't see him at all the rest of the game for the most part. So, um, yeah, that's all I have to say about this game. The Eagles played fucking great. I love this uh, Eagles offense for the future. You got Jalen Hurts, super young. Miles Sanders, super young. Devontae Smith, Jalen Rieger are your two. Um, They played great, too. Yeah, they're your two best receivers, so that's – a great core to build around right there. And, yeah, Hurts played unbelievable. I love to see that because he, he had such a tough time at like, college. He got benched and everything and went through all that. But, yeah, I, good to see him. But when – Falcons are terrible. When Cordell Patterson looked like your best running back, that is something else. Like that He's is the not best a good, player on the field. That <laughs> is not a good sign. Their defense is terrible. Matt Ryan needs – I don't know what he needs to get the fuck out of there or retire or something. Yeah, no, I, I do like this Eagles team, though, this young offense, for sure. Yeah, I don't have too much to say on this game. Um, I mean, the Eagles are good. The Falcons look like shit. Uh, <laughs> that's about it. Uh, I, don't, I don't think the Eagles look like division winners. But oh, no. They look good enough to beat the Falcons, which doesn't take yeah. much, though. Devontae Smith, though, is funny because everyone is bashing him for not being able to beat a corner. You get bodied up, it's like. If you're that quick, you just go or like just run around him. Going into the game where Jack said he would give up his firstborn kid because oh. it was such a lock. The Pittsburgh Steelers come into Buffalo and just shock the shit out of the world. They literally they Iowa Hawkeyes the fucking Bills. They really. I'll admit it, they didn't do absolutely one fucking thing on offense. Najee Harris played 100% of the snaps and still didn't play. I don't think it was his fault, but still, but the Steelers' defense, holy fuck. We paid TJ Watt an arm and a leg, and he goes out, gets two sacks, a forced fumble, and it would have been three sacks, but the Bills had a flag on the play that backed him up more yards than what the sack would. But still, what a fucking game. Uh, obviously, everybody's going to talk about the block punt. You take away that punt block, it's still a 16-16 to game. But for the Steelers to go into Buffalo, beat a Super Bowl contender in week one, I mean, I just I, they played a hell of a fucking game. I know the whole offense thing, but I think that's just saying a lot to beat a Bills team who's that good, especially after the Bills beat the brakes off us last year late. Um, yeah, great game for the Steelers defense anyway. Yeah, Joe, I do remember you kind of shitting on the Steelers, though, going into this game, saying how they were going to lose. Oh, yeah, I bet again. So, I was going to bring it up. 
Yeah, I say you shit on Jack for that, and you well, didn't have faith his, in your team. He, he bet his firstborn on it. I yeah, fucking, I, you made I it sound said, like I said the Steelers were either going to keep it close or were going to lose by a lot. But I guess I was wrong, both with yeah. both because we fucking won. Yeah, no, I, I said the Steelers team is a lot better than people think because that, that there were a lot of injuries last year, and I do, and their wide receivers are getting older, and their defense was unbelievable. They played so good. They have everyone healthy. They look really good. Bills, they'll figure it out. Like, I'm not worried at all about them. They played a good team to start the year. They lost, whatever. They'll, they'll bounce back next week for sure. Yeah, and well, <laughs> when I said that bet, Joey's like, yeah, 100%. If I wasn't serious. Yeah, you were, I, yeah, you were like, all for like, it. I would take this. I would take you this bet your spread. fucking firstborn on it, though. Joe, you were talking so much shit how they were going to get smoked. Like, yeah, how bad the Steelers were. You literally, you literally went, you're, okay, you're, but... you're like, I'm lucky I'm not. Like, if I wasn't a diehard Steelers fan, I would hammer this bill spread. Yeah. No, he, I, I think I, he I, had it. Did he not? And then he gave think... it to you? Or was that a different game? No, because I had two games I was pretty confident in. <laughs> and this was one of them. Yeah, it was. Wow. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. I mean, I agree, completely agree with Joey's take on this. The Steelers pulled Iowa Hawkeyes. Uh, their offense, look, their offense basically picked up where they left last year. Granted, they played a really good defense, but I mean, really no throws over 10 yards. Um, besides that Claypool bomb, uh, just a bunch of drags. I mean, their offense did not look good at all, but I mean, no, we had, we, no, <laughs> I thought we had a, a lot of completions over 10 yards. Uh, maybe two or three. Claypool at 90 10, I saw. Oh, it was unbelievable, Cat. Remember what happened? I go, Joey. Deontay Johnson, zero drops. Great oh, fucking wow. game. There, there's that was a fluke game. Then of all that, dude. Happened. Deontay Johnson learning how to catch is like happy learning how to putt. <laughs> all right, all right. Next game, Seahawks Colts. <laughs> uh, Seahawks win twenty-eight to sixteen. I, I mean, all I remember from this game is the Seahawks just taking the top off Colts and just. Bombing it deep and yeah, they, that's all I literally have to say about this game. That's all I remember. I didn't really, yeah, I didn't really see much of this game. I just know Seattle kicked their ass. Russell Wilson did his little thing like he always does early in the year, and Colts do not look good. Fuck Carson Wentz. Glad he lost. Yeah, fuck that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson looked great. Um, Seattle looked great. I mean, coming in this game, even most people are like, yeah, I think Seattle might win, but you never know. I mean, the Colts at home is always a tough matchup. And what they have a solid defense too, but they just lit them up. I think every touchdown Seattle scored was probably over over 30 yards besides maybe one of them. But, yeah, Seattle looked great. I mean, can't wait to see the Seattle team look good for the next five weeks. Oh, yeah. Not look good. And fucking plateau. Um, next week. I mean, fuck, next game, we have 49ers-Lions. Lions come back late, wasn't enough. Uh, the Niners just had a great fucking game. I thought Garoppolo actually looked pretty good, even though they didn't, like, need it that much because their running game was fine, even without Mostert. And Debo Samuel, you know how big of a Debo Samuel guy I am at a hell of a game. I benched him, didn't really need it anyway because they still won, but <laughs> – yeah, you gotta love that. You would you would think though that Dan Campbell his first game he wouldn't let a team score forty one on him, but I guess that's a situation he signed up for. So that's my recap. He showed how you come back and bite that damn kneecaps though, like battle that's all the way back. Point. 
he fucking I love that. Yeah, um, he showed some guts. Yeah. Uh, well, let me talk about Ayu coming a fantasy team. He came in, took him out, hamstring, came back in. He kept coming back in, going back out. It's like he was literally just as healthy. So fuck you, Shanahan, for that. Anywho, um, <laughs> good to see the Hawk go to work, though. Another good eye with tight end. Yeah, Grapple played good. Did his little game management that he should. And I feel bad for whoever uh, those uh, Niners betters on this game, though. Yeah, well, I know you said Dan Campbell wasn't expecting to get 41 dropped on him, but you knew, like, even the Lions last year, they would never – they're one of those teams that would – you know, they'd lose all the time, but they would never go away. Um, <laughs> especially with Dan Campbell as a quarterback – or not a quarterback, but a fucking coach. Uh, they're they're going to be like that all year. I mean, they might be down 28 at half, but they're not going to be out of the game. Um, he'll find a way for them to keep playing, but – I mean, I think both teams played solid, actually. I can't wait till the Lions have one of those games that they actually win, and it's going to be against like a solid team. <laughs> Everybody's going to shit their hands. That, that press Campbell, conference be awesome. Detroit's going to look at Dan Campbell the same way that Detroit looked at like Eminem. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> but uh, game of the week next week, not technically, but it definitely was because um, the actual game of the week, which we'll get to, was a fucking shit show. But uh, the Browns versus the Chiefs, um, the Browns, they looked like the Chiefs until the second half, and then they just blew it. But, uh, yeah, that I mean, even at halftime, I was looking at the score. I'm like, the Chiefs are still going to win this game. Like, I know the Browns are. I know the Chiefs are. The Chiefs are just the fucking uh, homegrown trotters, and they're just playing anybody that they – Want to. Um, Tyreek Hill, obviously, like, story of the game 197 yards and a touchdown. And Mahomes is just slinging it. Um, yeah, but the Browns, they look really fucking good. And I expect them, like, the Browns pulled a Jack West off in fantasy this week. I mean, they probably would have beat any other team in the NFL, but it, it just so happens they're playing the Chiefs at home. So that's, you know, that's what happened. Oh uh, yeah, like you said, there, I didn't have a doubt the Chiefs were gonna win this game, except for when it was towards the end, though, down nine with ten minutes left. Chiefs get the ball back. What what do they do? They fucking one one play, seventy yard touchdown. I'm like you gotta be fucking kidding me. This is just what the Chiefs do. They literally have that touchdown play. They go, oh, let's score a touchdown here. Pull it out. They do. Tyree Kill and Kelsey are open every single time. I just every think Mahomes tries to go to other guys just to make it fun for them. They literally, at the end of the game, I don't think they threw to anybody else, and I don't think he had any completion in those last couple um, drives. It's like, it's unbelievable. The difference, though, was Baker to Mahomes. Mahomes isn't going to turn the ball over at the end of the game, and Baker just shit the bed and did. It was the, it came down to the quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I agree. The Chiefs just can they want to score, they can score, it's like they're playing for. Like, even though this went as a loss for the Browns, like in the win loss column. A loss for them. They still like look like the best teams in the AFC even after this game. And they're gonna be interesting to see how they play out. Next game we have Broncos Giants. Um Drew Locks are boy, but Teddy Bridgewater, it looked like he was just playing he, like, had so much fun this game. I swear, every time they, like, zoomed in on his face, he was just smiling. Uh, I thought he played great, like what we were saying. He's going to win the games. Um, 
I mean, they went, they played against the Giants and they were fucking terrible. Uh, Daniel Jones led these guys in rushing yards. Reminds me of last season when the Steelers played the Giants week one and Ben outrushed Saquon. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyway, Broncos, they did their thing. They beat them. That's, oh, yeah. Jerry Judy's out for the rest, or is he? Or high angle sprain. That's tough, yeah. him, but at least they have Sutton back. Yeah, Judy was balling too. So yeah. he's doing really well. But, uh, yeah, like we said, uh, Bridgewater's not going to be a guy that loses your games. He's not going to be a guy that wins your games. He's just going to play really well, not turn the ball over, and let their defense do their thing. They play good. They run the ball good. He's just going to – they're going to win the game or have a chance. Yeah, the whole Broncos team looked good in this game. I mean, granted, they're playing the New York Giants, but the offense looked good. The defense, like Von did, what, two sacks? Um, <clears throat> I don't expect the Broncos to be anything special this year, but it definitely can be like a, you know, like a 500 team. I mean, maybe a game above if they pull, pull a few out, but they're not a bad team this year. The Broncos are. Um, I don't know what they put in the water in Jacksonville, but whatever it is, it's definitely poisonous to fucking Aaron Rodgers because that this is the most pathetic game I've ever seen him play, and it probably stats-wise is. Um, he looked like a hippie that just got done with a Jimi Hendrix concert at Woodstock. He was just fucking terrible. I mean, the, whole, the Packers as a whole were terrible. Jameis Winston, our guy, always been big Jameis people. Uh, he lit it up. What the weirdest stat sheet of all time, 148 yards and five touchdowns. Um, makes no sense, but they played a great game, beating them 38-3 to after being four-point dogs. Um, yeah, great, great game by the Saints. Yeah, that was – fuck, that was crazy. I don't know what the hell happened with that. Um, Rodgers, what the hell? Like I, you, you guys all saw this stat where if he would have threw the damn ball into the ground, he would have better QBR than what he had this game. It was fucking ridiculous. But I love that James Winston have a fucking day. And do you see his post game press conference? It's fucking hilarious. He like forgot about something, didn't he? Yeah, they're like, yeah. So we had to come prepared, and he goes, "Yeah, our trainer, yeah, my trainer." He said, "He goes, ah, oh, what did he say?" He just told us to be prepared. I'm like. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I don't know well, what, like, white vampire bit James <laughs> or fuck James Winston, but, yeah, he's full-blown white dude now. That's so funny. <laughs> well, going off your question, Joey, I think what flavor the, the water was in Jacksonville was fucking crab leg flavor. That <laughs> crab, legs right and w. crab legs and W flavored. And, really, I think this came, game in Florida came down to which team – which team's quarterback was the bigger jit? Aaron Rodgers is <laughs> fucking shit. He's a Cali boy. He's a blue collar white guy. Winston, he's a Florida boy. You might I don't even he's know if dog. he's from Florida, but he's a jit. Man, he fucks his crab legs, <laughs> fucks girls in Florida State, you know. He wins he wins natties. Threw thirty touchdowns for the Buccaneers. We'll not talk about the other part, but Death Taxes, Jameis Winston fucking shit up in Florida. Where um I mean, he should imagine, go to Florida. Imagine yeah. that diet, that diet he has of crab legs and W's. That's that's just insane. <laughs> he that's, needs to go to a Florida team again because he won a national championship at Florida State. He threw for thirty touchdowns at Tampa, Jacksonville. Where like where you at? Why I think, they should have signed him? 
the most dangerous people to ever step on planet Earth is probably like Hitler, um, Kim Jong Un, and then James Winston with LASIK eye surgery. <laughs> you uh, can see. Next, we have Dolphins Patriots. Close one, uh, battle of the Alabama quarterbacks. Um, I like how both of them played, but the Dolphins edged them out 17 to 16. Um, I think Damon Harris had a fumble late that uh, the Patriots would have won, but um, that's what sealed the deal. Uh, Aguilar, Aguilar's number one in that receiver room. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was a great game, but Dolphins edged them out. Yeah, I thought Mac Jones played well. Uh, I really liked that. I thought he. He was good, and a lot of people said he was most NFL-ready quarterback in that draft, and he really showed it. He, he is kind of – Tua played solid. I think he didn't really do a lot again this year, but he'll – he is he showed it as his team. He, they'll be fine. New England will be fine, too. I think both teams are good. They just both get young quarterbacks. Got to kind of figure it out. Yeah, I thought this was a really good game. I think it was both teams that have potential making the playoffs this year. They both have really good defenses. Um, the offenses are solid. Obviously, it's week one with a bunch of new guys on each side of the ball. But <laughs> Mac Jones did look good. Um, Tua played better. I think he played a lot better than he looked last year. Uh, Waddle yeah. and the Dolphins look like a dog. I love Jalen Waddle. And, yeah, I mean, the Dolphins edged it out. It was a good win for them, actually, on the road. But I guess we'll see what they do next week. Next game, we have Bears-Rams, uh, Sunday night game. Uh, Luke said this, Carrie Underwood somehow every year just looks hotter and hotter, and she put on quite the fucking show. Um, Matthew Stafford, though, he – I mean, you got to feel, like, good for the guy. I mean, just to finally be on team, it's a winner. Everybody was, like, super worried about, you know, how he played on a new team, especially week one of his defense. Um, but, yeah, I think all of his targets played great. Darnell or Daryl, whatever the fuck his name is, he played great too. Um, the Bears kind of, or Matt Nagy kind of like dangled uh, fucking Justin Fields like in front of your guys' faces a little bit, just like showed you them. But uh, yeah, I mean, Rams 34 to 14, they played great. Stafford looked like really happy for once. Exactly. Well, and with the but, arm sleeve too, he's looking nice. Yeah. Um, the thing with Fields, so I really hate not starting him and hate the narrative of you have to sit or whatever. It's like that makes no sense to me because if you look at the quarterbacks that sat, everyone goes, oh, Tom Brady sat, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes. Look who was fucking ahead of him. Rodgers had a Hall of Famer. Um, Brady had Bledsoe, was a Super Bowl champ, and <laughs> – uh, and he was literally a six-round pick. Um, and then you had Mahomes, who had Alex Smith, who had, they had a really good year they, before They made him. the playoffs that year. I remember yeah. me and my dad were talking about that. They're like, why would they get rid of Alex Smith when they just yeah. made the playoffs? So it's like – and then you look at quarterbacks that came in right away, like Cam Newton. He came right in. He was a stud until he got toe injuries. Justin Herbert last year, luckily he got in. What if he – what if what's his um, – Tyrod never got hurt. What would he have done? It went to you. We don't know. Maybe he went to had the greatest rookie season ever. It's like you got to play the guy that's going to win you games. Not saying he's going to be like right away really good, but Dalton's not going to be the answer. It's like what's the point of starting him? You can't get better if you don't play the games. I saw. I heard. Yeah. If you don't 
qu- quarterbacks that play learn way more than in a half of preseason than they do in a whole year sitting watching. It's like play the damn guy. Who cares if we lose? It's like let him learn from his mistakes. Like it's that simple, I think. <laughs> yeah, the Bears obviously aren't gonna be fucking shit this year. Um, I mean, they are tied for the division lead though at zero and one. So Fuck yeah, mean, we are. There's a chance. Um, the only bright spot that came from the Chicago Bears was uh, David Montgomery, and just oh, he played awesome. <laughs> the Bears running in general, yeah, he played great. He looked good. Um, besides that, um, I'm just excited for another year of Bears football. Still Bears, baby. Yeah. Jack Ramsey though, unbelievable. He was all over oh, the field. Oh, when he's wearing that number five, like I don't, I think somebody at the house. It was probably like Trent Kelker because he's kind of weird in his own right, but uh. I mean, I I like loved how he looked. He was well, everywhere. He was everywhere. all over the field, and went at the end, couple third downs, like third, like long third downs. I'm like, oh, where's Ramsey? He's playing safety. Like they just throw him back there because it's like, well, might as well have him roam the whole damn field and get a pick or something. He was just unbelievable because I they move him in instead of just staying on a wide receiver on the outside. They move him in and basically play linebacker sometimes and just have him roam wherever the fuck he wants and he does everything for him. He's so good, so good. Yeah, then just last thing I want to bring up, uh, Justin Fields wearing his helmet the entire game, like right on the edge of the sideline, like wanting to go out there so bad. I think that, like, the see, like, kind of like a dog in him, you know? Like, he yeah, wants he... to be out there. It's clear. Like, he knows that, like, at any time he could easily be put in these games. And I think I think Justin Fields, like, he's one of them guys where if he fucks up, he's – it's next play mentality, you know? Like, I I really like yeah. Fields a lot. And it's not like hope- he – I just hope he's, like, insanely, like, just average, you know, because I cannot handle watching the next 10 years of footballs with you guys and having the Bears, like, it, like really relevant. So, uh, it's, it's not like he's coming in and he play at some shit school. He fucking played at Ohio State at the highest level. It's like, you know, yeah, his only football. bad game was against fucking Alabama, right? Yeah, it's like, I, I don't know. And he's hurt. Whatever. Next game, uh, Thursday night game, Cowboys versus Buccaneers. Um, the Cowboys cowboyed themselves. Um, Greg Zerline, oh, I guess he had one field goal from, like, the logo, which, yeah, he's going to miss. But he missed two others, not. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he went one for three. Uh, either way, if he hits one of them, they win the game. But the Buccaneers, all right, so Cowboys offense, obviously really good. Uh, they can probably score on anybody they want to. But uh, the Buccaneers can also do that, and they did. And, I mean, I'm not going to say fucking shit about Antonio Brown because he is still a clown, but, yeah, uh, you guys can go here. Yeah, A.B. had himself a game. Yeah, Brady and Dak, Dak just proved he's ready to go, as always. Like, he was good last year, too. Yeah, I mean, this game was a lot of fun watching it because it was so – Cowboys did not run the ball at all. I had Zeke, and it was fucking terrible watching this damn game. I mean, I'm not worried about that, though. No, I'm not either at all. And they had to throw the ball to save yeah. the game. I'm not worried about that either at all, especially because they played the Bucks. But, yeah, no, the Bucks played good. Uh, they showed I, – I I couldn't see them losing this game just because it was literally their ring ceremony night. Technically, it was like – yeah, they, they played good. What do you expect, though, with Brady? Yeah, well, I mean – I think both teams are good, but the Buccaneers could have blew this door open. What they have, three, four turnovers in the game? 
I mean, without those turnovers, I think they kill the Cowboys. But the Cowboys proved they are a lot better than they have been in years past. And especially with, like, Fitzpatrick going down, it's definitely a division that they can win this year. And I could easily see that happening. All right. Well, that wraps up uh, week one of the NFL. Um, a lot longer episode than expected, but, I mean, it is week one. And Cowboys, I mean, fuck, the Hawkeyes played state, so – um, make sure to listen to our episode on the thing. Probably drop it either Friday or Saturday. Um, see you guys later. This kid is a Let him go. It's time. Let him go. 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 Let him go.